there, folks. It's the first of the Tuesday in October. Yes, we're definitely right in the middle of harvest season. And I've got quite a few things to talk about this morning. First, I'm dedicating this episode to two giants of Seneca Falls who we lost in the last week or so. Both of them were great, especially the kids and students in Seneca Falls and one who was one of the best hardware dealers in Seneca Falls has had. Both of them great gentlemen. This episode is dedicated to Dominic Deco Paradise and to Sam Ferrara. Thanks for helping out Seneca Falls, guys. Now, I mean, I'm going to just come right out and say it. What a shocker. After 32 years, Empire Farm Days has decided to leave Seneca Falls. Yep, new owners took ownership of the show. They decided, hey, after 32 years, Seneca Falls wasn't really viable anymore. They wanted it to be more family friendly. So where is the show going? Back to a place where it was just before it came Seneca Falls. South of Syracuse in Pompey. Apparently it's more family friendly. Apparently it's got a petting zoo. Apparently it's got food boots. And apparently it's got a brew place. Wait a minute. Go two miles south of Empire Farm Days, you got my friend's brewery there at Fleur de Lis. Heck, Craig, JP, and the rest of the crew could have gotten you a brew pretty good. Oh well, thing is they say, time changes. And through the first 40 so years of Empire Farm Days, it moved every two, three years. But the thing is they thought they had a permanent home there at the lot farm. And Ralph Lott, who is one of the su- supervisors for Seneca County who represents us, whose family has hosted the show during the 32 years, he is really blindsided and surprised by the move. I wouldn't blame him. That is a big loss for Seneca Falls. And I will tell you, it was real interesting some, some of the years I went out there. I mean, yeah. I'm not a farmer, but it's interesting to see the advances in farm technology over the last 32 years. Seneca Falls is going to miss it. Oh heck, some people might not miss the traffic jams, the backups, everything. But hey, it is a big loss of business. Hopefully, maybe they can do something for it to come around again, maybe in a few years. Maybe the Lot family can get another show out there. Because, hey, they got that nice little complex there that they built up around Empire Farm Days. Maybe we can get some more use out of it. But whatever. Big loss for Seneca Falls. And I am disappointed. You know, apparently some cow spell that should be moved. Or, but as a goat would say, a goat or sheep would say, that's bad. Oh well. Now I'm going to go from talking about that to talking about, hey, lovely Warren, who's not so lovely. Yeah, she was indicted in campaign finance charges, misusing some of her funds, especially during her election. No wonder she had a bigger lead than all of her opponents there for Rochester mayor. Yeah, she did in corrupt ways. Of course, She's a corrupt one to begin with. 
She ain't lovely. She's one of those with severe appearance deficits, if you got an idea what I mean. And especially hanging your police chief out to dry like that through this whole Daniel Prude fiasco. Another one in which the police are being demonized and criminals are being canonized. You know, how do you be canonized? It's hard to put it in that little metal thing anyway. But I digress. Whatever. I mean, I always knew she was a corrupt you-know-what. Heck, six years Rochester has suffered under her leadership. Time to get someone new in there. And I mean, hey, I, I, I'll be one of the ones to say good riddance, lovely. Ugh. That's what I want to say about her. Ugh. I'm going to go from that to kind of doing a little bit about what I usually do, the sports. Yeah, the Orange were off this past week, but we get back into the ACC schedule. It's Florida State who comes up, actually it's Duke that comes up to the Carrier Dome 2.0. Florida State, excuse me, plays Notre Dame, but I digress. The thing is I have to ask, What's the idea of so many 12, 12.30 starts? Of course, sometimes a noon start is normal for the Orange. But 12.30 against Duke. And next week, when Liberty and Hugh Freeze come to the Dome. And I mean, he's not going to be Mr. Freeze, because, hey, he don't talk with a German accent, if you know what I mean. Like Otto Preminger and all of that. But whatever. These 12, 12.30 starts, you know, there's going to be some bleary-eyed Q-spans. Plus, hey, we need our breakfast, and we eat it too on Saturdays, if you know what I mean. Well, whatever. Let's keep the improvement going. We may have found a winner there with Sean Tucker at running back. Let's keep it going. And, of course, Buffalo 4.0. Or 4-0, 4 4.0. What the heck, there's an improvement? Oh yeah, there's an improvement. Josh Allen's coming into his own. Plus he's got all-star receivers. Like Stefan, who digs the competition. My little impression of a shovel. And also Cole Beasley. And of course, you got Gabriel Davis. You also got Dawson, the school of hard knocks, at tight end. And I mean John Brown, hampered by injury, but still a pretty darn good wide receiver. And maybe Sweeney and everybody else that the Bills have. You know, we're 4-0, but now we're kind of wondering whether we're going to be playing Sunday. Because the Tennessee Titans had had a little bit of the coronavirus go through their ranks. They were forced to postpone their game against Pittsburgh this last Sunday. And I mean, hopefully, they've rounded the curve. There's no more cases. And heck, the Titans and the Bills can play. But Ryan Tannehill, who kind of struck out as the Fish's quarterback, has been resurgent playing for the Titans. And the Titans are a well-put-together team. They were in the AFC Championship along with the opponent that's next on the schedule, Kansas City, at home. 
Well, let's not look ahead to Kansas City. Let's focus on Tennessee and being 5-0. and Well, we'll see. And how about uh, Restaurant Impossible, which is a unique show. Apparently, they're coming up to Geneva to take care of Cosentino's Ristorante. Didn't know that that restaurant was in such decrepit shape. It's always a well-looking, well-taken-care-of-place on the outside there on Railroad Place in Geneva. Heck, you got the police station right across the street. But apparently, no one's been inspecting the restaurant very well. Heck, it's been Alice's, it's been Josephine's, it's been Nana's. Now it's Cosentino's, the same family that owns that great restaurant there in Geneva, Uncle Joe's Pizzeria. Hey, yeah, you gotta have a nice restoration, but do you? did it really go that bad? Of course, it'll be interesting to see what the restaurant looks like after all the renovations. And last but not least, who would want to vandalize the amazing Maze Maze? It's been a big tourist destination up there for 23 years. But somebody decided to vandalize the restaurant, not restaurant, vandalize the maze. Well, I'm getting ahead of myself. Oh, that's what happens when you don't have a script. But I mean, I, I digress. I'm always off the cuff. But hey... The, who would want to vandalize the amazing maze maze? Of course, you never know with some people nowadays. They want to do whatever they want to do and not worry about the consequences. Well, the amazing maze maze, I feel your pain. And that's all I got time for this week. <laughs>